Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. That episode of N4G Radio, this, I wish I had like a, a voice changer so I could make it sound worse than it is, but this is episode 666 for September 6th, 2021. And on this dark episode, we have the Wombat. Yes. We have Drew. I. <laughs> what the hell was that? Church lady. Oh, okay. Isn't that special? Isn't that special? And we got Anthony. Pretty certain. <laughs> oh, very nice. Is it like if you do that on Twitch, is that one of those clip it moments? Is that what that is? I don't know. Like the preview Drew, audio. True, before you started canceling streams all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gotta cancel my stream tonight. Sorry. <laughs> I love those. I hate, I hate that I like them as much as I do. It's such a stupid thing, but it's so beautiful. I always see it. I, every time, like I don't. I, apparently, I follow a lot of people who stream, and all I ever see is people saying, "I I can't stream tonight. Sorry, guys." And I'm just like, I'm just gonna be a streamer that never actually streams and just cancels all the time. <laughs> <laughs> How many followers you got on Twitch? Zero, because I never stream. Well, then those, the, that zero is very disappointed every time you cancel that stream. I, I need to make sure everybody knows just in case. <sighs> Maybe you should do some ASMR. I guess I could do that. Yeah, in a in a hot tub. Yeah. I'd watch that. And then be mad that nobody ever tips me any money. <laughs> and go on a rant about it. <laughs> Yeah, go on a rant about it. <laughs> if you can't afford a dollar, get the fuck out of my chat. Okay? Yeah. This is quality water sport ASMR. See, you can get paid for tweets now, too. I saw that. Like, you could get... Like, they did the tips a while back, but now they're... What do they call them? Super tweets super, or something? Super, super followers. Super followers. Super followers. Yeah. Sweet. I need a super follower. If I had one... And just get like two ninety nine, I'll be cool with that. Anyway, so is it like you subscribe to their Twitter account? Yeah, and then you can provide. It's kind of like Patreon. You can provide exclusive content. I think exclusive tweets to people that are super followers. <laughs> I think it was a move done because OnlyFans was about to ban basically their whole platform. Yeah, I'm confident so, that's at least part of it. So Twitter was like, what if we hopped on top of that right now? Well, that was a poor choice of words. I was going to say, Anthony, you, you want to rephrase that? <laughs> as soon as I said it, I realized. 
Whew. Yeah. Oh, Lord Almighty. Okay. It's the internet. You're probably going to see some of that. Now you're going to have to pay for it. I totally... Drew, I'm, I'm serious. Get your bathtub ready. Get your microphone. Your microphone that looks like an ear. And I'm there. Okay. I'll, I'll put on a, a cat, cat ear uh, headphones. Yeah. And a Speedo. <laughs> Wait, the, 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 the joke with Drew is that you got to get the feet pics because you put the one up. And it went, right. vi- it went viral, so. Yeah. <sighs> what the fuck is going on on the internet, man? I don't even know anymore. I mean, legitimately, if there is somebody out there who would pay me for pictures of my feet, <laughs> I will take a million fucking pictures for you. God damn it. Like, I, like, <laughs> seriously, like, I mean, I, I want money. Yeah, we all do. But nobody pays me for pictures of my feet, and I don't know why. Everybody looks at my feet for five hours a day, and you can't even be bothered to give me five dollars. <laughs> Maybe you this should. This is get... actually really heartbreaking. I can't find one person to spend any money on me when I'm giving them quality content like this. I can understand. I can understand. I feel you. <sighs> I, don't, I don't have a say. <laughs> are you in Bosnia right now? Yes. Nothing would have made me happier than hearing someone walk up to you and be like, what the fuck are you yelling about? <laughs> I'm, I'm by myself in Bosnia, so... That's disappointing. It would have been great just to hear... What the fuck are you yelling about? What the fuck? No one wants to see your feet. Nobody, don't take your shoes off, boy. Yeah, I'm just. All right, I I hate, I hate this world. I do too. I do too. But I got, I don't have a good segue from feet to video games. So you want to talk about video games? Me. Sure, I'll start with you, or do you just want to talk about your feet some more? No, no, I'm, I'm done with my feet. Nobody's paying me for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I played, um, I beat Yakuza 2 Kiwami, Yakuza Kiwami 2, holy shit. Um, that's a really good video game, and I can't wait to play Yakuza 6, and I dread playing Yakuza 3. And 4 and 5. I, I, I'm... They've made they made some quality of life improvements between three and four. Sure, but they made but, a hell of a lot more between five and Kiwami. I know, I know, but you know, it's gonna be rough. But we're gonna do it. Uh, but I beat that game. Uh, really good game there. Uh, the pacing was way better in that game than it was in the first Kiwami. Um, after I beat that, I, uh, I played through the entirety of 12 minutes in about a four hour time span. (laughs) Not 12 minutes. Yeah. That's, uh, you'll hear a lot more about that on the next Phoenix Down. (laughs) That game is, 
don't know what the hell that game is. That game is lucky it was on Game Pass because otherwise it'd have been a hell of a lot of refunds. I think. I, that game yeah. is, is Annapurna thinking that they could put out whatever and people would just be fine with it. Like it's it's what that's what that publisher is known for taken to its extreme. Also, the word you're looking for, Drew, is bad. It's a bad video game. It is. That's the thing. I don't think it. I don't think it's a bad video game. Oh, I care to disagree. I think it, I think it's an okay adventure game, but like Ken said, it doesn't. The ending that you get, they don't build up to it, and they don't earn that ending. Um, I just feel like, like, sure, the mystery leading up to the reveal was fine. I think it was fine, and I wanted to see it through. But when I got that reveal, I was like, okay, this is dumb. But I don't know. It, it, I I don't know. There was, a, there was a couple of times where I just kind of beat my head against the wall trying to figure out what I needed to do to get the proper information for the story to continue. Uh, I never used a, a fact for it or a walkthrough. Um but there was like a probably a 30 or 40 minute span there. I was just like, okay, I'm doing the same loop over and over again. And I don't know what I need to do differently, but I don't know. It's, it was okay. I guess I just didn't like that ending was just bad. It really was. And like, obviously I'm not going to spoil it here. We will do full spoilers on the Phoenix down episode. So anybody out there who is interested or has played the game, please listen to that. And if you would, send us an email, because I would love to hear your thoughts on the game. Because I don't know what to think about it. I try not to think about it now. Now. William Defoe does a good job in it, though. William Defoe? Well, William Defoe. 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 <laughs> All right, anything well, else? I'm so nervous. I just fell Anyway, uh, no, I did play some more of the uh, the game that I reviewed, which was uh, foreclosed. <laughs> I love your email when you sent me the review. Like this is a bad game. <laughs> it's a bad, it's a bad video game. I would rather play Twelve Minutes again than play foreclosed. Oh God, that's saying something. I mean. At least I can play that game. Or close, I can't play it. Like it's like the aiming is completely off on that game. Like it feels, it feels so like jerky to the point where you can't really aim. And then on top of that, the cover is sometimes useless. You get shot through cover. Sometimes you can shoot guys through cover. It's like the hit detection is completely off. I don't know. Like they, 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 the developers of that game feel like we want to make this really cool art style, and they did that, and it's great, but everything else is bad. Yeah. Like it, it, it legitimately looks really cool. Like it's got this weird, like really cool cell shading look. It feels a little bit like thirteen in that sense, where it's like everything cell shaded looks like a comic book panel. You're actually watching through like the eyes of a surveillance camera, so it's like a weird like camera angle where you can move around it's it's interesting in that sense but when you get to the actual gameplay it falls flat on its face 
like I, I can't even suggest this at like a deep discount because it's the story is slightly boring. I don't know. I don't, like stay away from that game. I, I looked at like because you know I, obviously I'm late on my reviews, but I went went back and after I finished writing my review and looked at other people's reviews, I see people giving this like a seven, and like seven and sixes. I'm like, are you kidding me? That that's a game that you can actually play through and beat. This game, like I. There were so many times I got so frustrated with the, the controls and aiming in that game. I was just like, this is just not fun and not worth my time. Yeah, sounds like a bad video game. It, it's not a it's not a great video game. I got maybe I'm being cynical, but I just I did not want to play any more of that game. I you know, I can't blame you. Like Wombat and I were talking about before the show started, it was like there are too many video games to play ones that suck. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, it's a bad video game, don't play it. And that's pretty much it, I think. Alright. Uh, I'll hop over to Anthony. Um, which, by the way, if you played it, we can talk about Fist, because the embargo drops tomorrow. Oh, my, my dumbass didn't even get to that this week. Oh, fuck. God, I want to talk I to somebody to, about dude, that game. Dude, I, I, this week has been long and going, uh, like, I have this week coming up off. And so it was like work was just a pain in the ass. Uh, wanted to get stuff done because inventory is coming up. So good times. Um, I, I did play more Psychonauts 2, like, right after the show. Oh, man. Um, last week and then a little bit this morning, and uh, that game is going to be on my game of the year list. Damn right. And then the other thing that I can actually talk about um, is uh, No More Heroes, the first one. Oh, okay. On I was like third one. Okay. No, um, I'm working my way up. I uh, I like it. It's but boy, like the open world chugs. <laughs> and it like, hasn't changed in 20 I years. don't know. Yeah, I don't. Uh, 10, but. Or whatever. 15, whatever it is. I don't. I don't know if it's in the news, but like, people are talking about the Sonic Colors Switch port. Oh, yeah, that thing. I actually played. Well, I haven't played the Switch port, but I have played that game, so. Um. And. And. People <laughs> are like, well, look at all these other Wii games that work fine. And like. Super Monkey Ball's fine, yep. Um, you know, uh, Skyward Sword works well. But then people are like, no more heroes. I, I mean, it runs like it used to. <laughs> I wouldn't say runs like butter, though. <laughs> like, no. What are you smoking? Um, when you're in combat, the game mostly runs fine. There's some weird things where, like, his glasses are gone now. Why? Just because. Eh, whatever. But like when you're in the open world. Oof. Um. I mean, to be flashbacks. fair, it's the it's the same in in No More Heroes three. Like the combat has an unlocked frame rate, and it fluctuates between forty five and sixty, which is not great. And then you get into the open world, and that shit drops down to like the low twenties. Yeah. Yeah, and like it just it does not look as good as people think it is. I mean, again, it runs like the Wii game did, so I suppose. 
I suppose that they didn't fuck it up worse, but like, um, I flew through the game until I hit the shinobi boss in the school. Um, if anybody's played No More Heroes 1, uh, the girl you fight in the school is kicking my ass. And it's like, the first time I went through, I like, I was doing so well. And then I stopped to like, charge up my sword before I needed to. And that is when she ended me. <laughs> With like, three sword blasts. And I'm like, alright, well, that sucks. Um, but I like it. I, I mean, it's dumb. It, you know, what do you want? It's He wears fucking anime shirts, and there's swearing, and there's lots of horniness, and it's exactly what No More Heroes is <laughs> all about. Um, but I'm going to go through the whole series because I have them all on Switch, including Travis Strikes Again. Oh, no man, if you, can, if you can muster your way through that. Like, there's not a lot wrong with that game, but God. It's just a it, lot of the same. Yeah, it gets real tedious. Yeah. As someone that was trying to finish um, Never Stop Sneaking, it I can't imagine it's as bad as Never Stop Never Stop Sneaking, which I did play a little bit of while I was at work before I was like, no, I'm just going to jump into No More Heroes. Um, I've decided that that is the perfect game to demonstrate what a 5 out of 10 is. <laughs> this game has nothing wrong with it. But you're not going to have fun. <laughs> yeah. Once I got past the nostalgia in that game, I was like, oh, this is... Yeah, yeah. here is here is a Metal Gear Solid parody for about five minutes. And once you realize that this game is just this, you're done with it. <laughs> yeah, I was done with it. I'm gonna finish it because it's like it says 67% or 70% or whatever, and I'm like, I gotta finish it. It's not like it's hard; it's just it's mindless. I'm like, boy, um, that's a five out of ten. If I could think of anything that's, it's kind of like that Scrat game that I, I Sage game I played. This is a game. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. Yeah. So. Um, but that's it for me. I wanted to get to Fist, but uh, yeah, just this week has been a nightmare. All right. Well, I'll move over to the Wombat then. Yeah, man, I don't play games anymore. <laughs> uh, no, I so I played... Um, let me think here. You sure? You sure you played a game? <laughs> <laughs> I think the only significant thing that I've played uh, since the last time we talked was uh, my son and I played... Streets of Rage 4 yesterday. That's a good video game. Yeah, it's a very good video game. We got uh, three quarters of the way through it, I think. Um, we'll finish it up probably today or maybe tomorrow. Um, yeah, that game's... I, I had almost... I had gotten a little further than that on the PC, but um, uh, I hadn't played it in, gosh a year or so or however long it's been out i don't even remember now time is a flat circle um but uh it was really fun playing at co-op so um we of course had to turn off the uh co-op damage where you can injure each other <laughs> um but uh outside of that it's uh it's really fun to play co-op um other than that i really I, I was telling ken before the show started i haven't even had a chance to play psychonauts yet which is 
was one of my ante- most anticipated games for a long time. So um, I just have not had very much time to play games lately. So um, I understand. L- belated birthday, boy. Oh yes, thank you. Yeah, I've, I've, that... I was, I was like, I hope he's on the show so I can remember to say that. But then I totally forgot to say that before we started the show. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that 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 took up. That that was not a significant impact on my time. <laughs> the way that the older you get, the less your birthday is celebrated. It's all right. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, uh, although I am forty now, so I guess oh. it's time for the the big downhill slide. Welcome to the club. All it does is from here is hurt. <laughs> well, to be fair, then I must have been forty like six years. Ago, <laughs> I know, so. right? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I I really haven't played anything other than that. I'm excited about the fact that um. Warhammer Chaos Bane is free on gold this that's, month. That's a good video game. I know Drew played yeah, it too. That was a good video game. I've been wanting to play it, so and I, I almost pulled the trigger on buying it last month on PlayStation, and I'm glad I didn't. So, um, I'm looking forward to uh, to playing that. Obviously, I've got Psychonauts on the list. I do have Yakuza Zero that I'm still playing uh, a little bit here and there. Um, I've got all sorts of stuff to play. Um, so. I just need the time to play it, which never happens. Nope, there's never enough time in a day. But tonight is all out, so that's the most important thing this weekend. That's a wrestling thing for those who didn't know. It is, yes, AEW All Out is tonight. You weren't here last week. I actually played Psychonauts 1, finally finished it, just to play Psychonauts 2, yeah. I'm excited to hear what you think of the first one. Um, so I blasted through that as fast as possible. Finding a good version of it to play was interesting. So I started up on the PS4. I told this last week, but I started up on PS4, which is the PS2 classic version. And, uh, boy, don't play that version. It's bad. Um, (laughs) I, I, it looked awful, but I was like, I have it because I bought Rhombus of Ruin and then just never played Rhombus of Ruin because I'm like, I'll go through Psychonauts. So I... I'd started this game up, like, five or six times before and just never made it, like, further than the first level. Um, so I'm like, I'm going to finish it. I'm going to play the Xbox version then. I'm like, ah, it's not in widescreen. I'll just start up the PC version. I know it has achievements, which I never even got all of them anyways. Um, but uh started up the PC version. It won't run, so I had to run it in, like, Windows 98 accessibility mode. It was a nightmare, but I got it running, and I loved it. I um, I think there's a lot of forward thinking. Uh, there's some elements that definitely feel dated, but for the most part, it doesn't. Um, it, the, honestly, the most dated portion of that game is the final level, the yeah, meat circus. The meat circus level, yeah. And apparently, from what I read online, they f- fixed it, in quotations, Um in comparison to, like, the console original on the Steam version. Um, gotcha. But I love the story. I think Raz might be one of my favorite video game characters ever. Yeah, um, I, I, I thought when the game first came out, um, I thought it would have been a, would have made a great children's television show. Not even a children's television show, but, like, a young, like, a teenager television show. A cartoon, yeah, it's, let me say it's that mo- way. Yeah, it, it's a... I, I I thought the sense of humor was great. Um, I'm actually... So, I guess, 
sm- small spoiler for the second one. I was messaging Ken while I played the first one. Don't spoil and... anything about the second one because I haven't played anything. You know, there's no, it's not actually a spoiler for anything that happens in the game, but the kids at the camp don't return. So it, that's where I was like, man, there's some there's some great characters that are like very small parts in the first game that I was like, ah, like the, um, just the weird shit. Like the guy, the Russian character whose name I don't remember. And then my favorite character, my favorite character in the first game is the kid that just tells his stories, but he talks like this. Hey, Raz, I fucking loved him where the, all the kids have had their brains sucked in. Yeah, it's locks in the room, and he's like, he still has his brain, but you just don't know. And like the 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 lungfish whose name is Linda. Linda. Yeah. Oh, uh, but I mean, like, I realize, like, playing it, I was like, oh man, I totally understand why, like, the milkman conspiracy, like, has its own Wikipedia page. Man, just there's so much smart, like, oh man. That first game is amazing, and I'm going to be honest with you, the second game is just as good so far. I'm excited to play it. I can't believe... And I'm playing it on just a standard Xbox One. (laughs) And I'm like, it's so pretty, and um, I think that's another thing I should point out that I don't think I did when I talked about the first Psychonauts, is outside of the actual like physical geometry that game still looks fantastic because it was just designed to look pretty the the worst part of that game visually is the um the things you can collect the uh drawings or whatever they are called uh the figments yeah, yeah figments. the figments the figments are very pixelated because they clearly are a <clears throat> small texture but like for the most part that I love the design of Raz though it's like a character I like that when he puts his goggles on and like before he goes into the mind and stuff, I'm like it's just such a cool character design for a character who isn't like trying to be cool. Yeah, the, the art uh, direction of that game is really great. Uh, I love the the velvet painting level. Yeah, the, that's another one where like just the all the small things that I found out afterwards. Like I'm like, why is it giving me these roses? And then I found out later, like after the bowl was gone, because I went back in. Um, I, you can hand that over to the women that open up the door or the uh, windows so you can escape from the bowl. And I'm like, there's so much smart shit in this game that you just totally can miss because yep. it allows you to. Uh, yeah, I can't, I, I can't I, wait till everybody here finishes the second game so I can talk about some of the set pieces from that game. Yeah, I'm excited to go through it. I, so I, I, um, Ken, Ken knows this. When that game first came out, I was on its bullshit very heavily. <laughs> I, that was like, I was uh, trying to tell everyone that would listen that they needed to play that game. Um, so I'm I'm not only excited about the fact that we actually got a sequel, which I never expected to get, but um, I'm even more almost excited about the fact that the sequel is giving more people a chance to experience the first one um, and to appreciate it. First game is on Game Pass. The second game is on Game Pass. Yep. Game Pass is a good deal. You should definitely play the first one, though, first, because this game does a good job of introducing the fact that there's two games prior. It's a very brief introduction of what, or uh, explanation of what happened, but 
I mean, it doesn't require because it also covers Rhombus of Ruin, um, which is the direct sequel to the first game, but that's a VR only title, so it just quickly kind of goes through what happened. Um, but you yeah, can play the first game. Short too. I think Rhombus it, of Ruin's only like two hours or something. This, this honestly, I have not played Rhombus of Ruin yet, which is fine because it is clear. This clearly, it doesn't actually resolve fully. Yeah, the, the beginning of happens. Psychonauts two is is what you get to at the end of Rhombus of Ruin. Gotcha. So, yep. Um, but yeah, just the. I, I got yeah. I I'm really looking forward to the end of this year when or when everybody's done. But I'm sure it'll be the end of the year discussion when we can talk about uh, Psychonauts two because like even the small bits that I've played so far, which is quite a bit, like. I'm surprised there's been as much as I've played so far with, like, clearly more coming, but, like, just the open-worldness of it, too. The, um, all the areas you can explore. There's just so much. I'm... I'm really disappointed with myself that it took me this long to play the original. So. But I loved it, Ryan. You were right. That's what I'm saying. Vindication for all those years that everyone ignored you. (laughs) <laughs> vindication for the game at least for the yes. all the years that everybody ignored it because it really was it was really disappointing um to because uh, when it came out it even there wasn't a whole lot of buzz about it there wasn't a lot of people playing it or talking about it it didn't sell very well um it was really disappointing so, did it not sync the publisher uh i think it may have yeah yeah, I think it was like mm, Majesco, right? Majesco's, Majesco's like yeah. last game technically, because I think technically um Advent Rising is what sunk Majesco. But <laughs> their this million was like dollar the, their million dollar contest that never yeah, came to fruition. Could, yeah, because <laughs> people just hacked the game, but like I think that's what basically put them out and that like this was just the Hail Mary that just didn't pay off because they couldn't produce a lot of copies at either. And then the PS, if the PS2 version is like anything like the PS4 version is, which I'm going to assume is pretty accurate to the original, that is a hot piece of trash that was made by someone else, like ported by someone else, and it runs so poorly that that game would have been slaughtered. The slowdown on a PS4 on a PS2 game is baffling in the first place, but then it just looks terrible too. Yeah, I played yeah. the original on Xbox, so. Yeah, that version was the one that was spearheaded because it, it was initially a, an Xbox exclusive. Yes. And then Microsoft decided not to publish, which is funny, full circle, right? They decided not to publish Psychonauts. <clears throat> 16 years later, they now own Psychonauts and have published the second game. Yeah. <sighs> it's amazing how the industry works. All right, uh, anything else? Uh, no, nothing for me. Other than the fact that, uh, uh, again, I uh, if if and when I find some time, that's the next game I'm going to play. Oh, you're in for a treat! It is a wonderful uh, action platformer. Really good. All right, I'll run through the little stuff first before I get to talk about the most interesting game that I played this week. Um, I played Craftopia, which if my you... son has been playing that. Yeah, that is a game I could see kids really getting into because it is a little bit of Breath of the Wild mixed with a little bit of a survival game, like punching trees and crafting axes and that kind of stuff. Um, It's got a really cool look to it. It is in game preview, 
Uh, it is on Game Pass. And, you know, I only played for about, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes, but it, it felt really good. Um, and it's got solid tutorials, and it's got really interesting stuff that you can do in it. And I think that might become a really big game once it actually finalizes. Um, Rava and the Cyclops Curse is an 8-bit styled side-scrolling action game where you play as this owl who's like a mage and you can use the left and right bumpers to switch between the different attacks uh, which are like little monsters on your head and it's it's a lot of puzzle platforming where you switch to one monster to solve this this platform piece, then you switch to a different monster to solve this next platform, that kind of 2D. Um, what I didn't like about it was that the jumping didn't feel good. It felt kind of stiff, so I think that's why I didn't enjoy it as much as I might. Uh, Guts and Goals is a soccer game where you get like power-ups. It's a very top-down, 2D, pixelated style game. It's okay. It's it's better than the game I talked about last week, which was that um, the mixture of soccer, basketball, football, soccer game. I I just it plays better than that. So, uh, Weapon of Choice is an old X and A game uh, by Mommy's Best Games. It's left to right shooter with wild character designs and lots of blood and gore. It's fine. Uh, there wasn't anything really to write home about with that one. Um, Alveole is a weird fucking puzzle game that's very minimalistic. It's just black and white. Uh, and you're a dude running in like a hamster wheel. And I have no idea what the hell you're supposed to do in that game. Like, I ran for about ten minutes. And every now and then something would pop up in the hamster wheel to jump over. And around the edges of the screen are like these pictures of different things. And at one point I accidentally pressed the right bumper and like it told me I did something and I got an achievement, but I was ever never able to reproduce that. So I don't I don't know what the hell that game is. It's confusing. Uh mini golf tour is exactly what you think it is. It's it's a, it's a mini golf game. Um kind of similar to like the Mario uh Mario Golf where like everybody's playing at once and the objective is to be the first one in the hole. So there's a timer and if you don't get the ball in under the time limit, you get penalized. It is okay. Uh Kitaria Fables is a top-down isometric um like action RPG where you play as a cat um in a world full of anthropomorphic animals. Uh it's actually really good, like the combat feels good. The, there's a lot of dialogue, a lot of quest, good quest design. That game is better than it looks on paper. Like, if you look at a screenshot of it or something, you're like, oh, this doesn't look that great. It's actually really well done. I think that game is really good. Uh, Virtuous Western is the Rattalaka game for the week. And that is a... Here's a level, you know, the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Like, there's 50 levels in the game. You jump in the level, you have to solve the puzzle. The puzzle is is that you're you're like a cowboy and you have to pick up the bullet to shoot the enemy before the enemy shoots you. Sometimes you have to get the enemies to shoot you. It's a puzzle game, not unlike you know most of the games that we see, like indie games now. 
it, it's okay. I, I played through about 15 levels of it, and I was like, ah, oh, it's fine. Uh, Song of Iron seems to be like the big indie game this week. It's a left-to-right action game where you're a Viking. You can pick up weapons. You can. It's got real methodical combat. It looks really good. It's a very forced perspective left to right. So like when you walk behind buildings, the buildings are really close. It's got a very unique design and style to it, but it is definitely not like a fast-paced button mashing type of action game. It's a very thought-provoking, like, when do you throw your axe? And when you throw it, you have to go pick it up. And when do you block? And if you block, your shield will break. Uh, when do you shoot your arrows kind of thing? And it's good. Um, you just have to know what kind of game you're getting into. Uh, and then I played some Sonic Colors, and I didn't have any, like, super glitches in that game. But, um, I don't know. Like, that game has a, and maybe Anthony knows this better than I do because he's more of the Sonic fan, but, like, that game has a reputation for being one of the better Sonic games of that time. But yep. also, but also, like, it's still not great. <laughs> so here's, I don't want to, I don't want to get onto like the eight emerald type of um, <laughs> uh, type of stuff. But here's here's an issue I I have kind of with Sonic in general, um, and by that I mean its fans as well. A lot of fans want to return to Sonic Adventure. And sure, when Sonic Adventure, excuse me, and it's particularly Sonic Adventure 2, because I think that's a better playing game for the most part. Um, when those games are great, they're fantastic. But a lot of the time, they're not. Uh, everybody likes the Shadow and Sonic levels from Sonic Adventure 2. But boy, those Tails and Robotnik and Knuckles and Rouge levels suck. They just do. The well, you don't like you don't like fine. you don't like finding gems based on a sound, well, <laughs> and and like and don't even get me started on fucking Sonic Adventure. Big the cat fishing. Oh yeah, froggy. You know, so so a lot of people want to return to that. Some crazy people want to return to Sonic Heroes. I that game is so buggy. I don't know why. Um, and then a lot of people have said that Sonic Colors is the best, but I would say those games play like a roller, an interactive roller coaster more than anything else. Yeah, absolutely. And then the platforming and, sections are just kind of bad. Yeah, they're not great. I, um, Unleashed, when you're not the... Honestly, Unleashed is one of the better games that a lot of people just didn't like because you had to play as the Werehog um, <laughs> to break up. That terrible, I know. Um, but uh, you had to break up to to break up the the action segments, but those action segments were really good, um, and the the brawler combat is fine. Like it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible either. Um, but honestly, the best game that they've put out, and it's not by any means perfect, but the most that felt like the original Sonic games was Sonic Lost World, and everybody seemed to hate it. That was but the it was Wii actual U platforming, one, right. the Wii U and 3DS version. And the yeah. 3DS version is actually very good for being a 3D platformer uh, on that portable system. But, like, they're decent games. Sure, it's not Generations. Not much is. Clearly, Generations had far more love and care poured into it. 
Um, but it's it was the only game to feel sort of like the original Sonic. Yeah, you have your fast segments, and then you have your platforming segments, and they kind of weave in and out. And honestly, it's the only one that seemed to blend them better than you know these original games because, like, yeah, Mania is a far better game. I recommend it, but like, Colors is fine. Colors is a good game, but like compare it to everything else that was Sonic at the time. It's of course going to look good. The before that you had Sonic in the Black Knight. Oh. Sonic in the Secret Rings. Oh. Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Yeah, of course Sonic Colors is gonna look like it's a fun Listen, if you want to play a really good version of Sonic Colors, the DS version is basically the third Sonic Rush game. And it's fantastic. It has the exact same soundtrack. And it is plays just like the Sonic Rush games, but you now have those stupid wisps. Um, it, but yeah, like it, you know, it's a good Sonic game, but it's by no means going to bring you back to being like, oh no, Sonic has great games. It's fine. Like, yeah, that's kind of how I, I felt playing it. Was I was like, this is fine, but I don't want this kind of Sonic anymore. And like, it, like I said, Sonic Lost World has its issues, um, but like far far more accurate to what i think more people think of sonic as but of course it was on the wii u no one played it and then it came to steam and people hate it because sonic fans suck um you're not getting adventure 3 anytime soon sonic fans so i mean you know sonic adventure was a product of its time it's a bad i'm gonna say it right here sonic adventure for the most part is a bad game sonic adventure 2 is at best mediocre or at best good and at worst mediocre yeah like you like those the soundtracks are the best part of those both those games oh 100 percent. the soundtrack to sonic adventure might be my favorite sonic soundtrack of all time oh uh, and the, the colors colors has a great soundtrack um but like uh, yeah i don't it's it's they've turned the best parts of sonic colors into uh two mobile games one of them is Sonic Forces something or other. And the other one was Sonic Dash. And, like, those are pretty popular. I don't know if Dash is still around. It might just be Sonic Forces now. But, like, that's basically colors. You have the three lanes and you switch between them. So. Yeah. Do I have my copy pre-ordered? Goddamn right I do. <laughs> as much it. as I criticize it. I am a whore. I understand that. But as a Sonic fan, I can tell you that Sonic Colors is not the best Sonic game ever. No, but it was the best at that time. I mean, it was really hard to get worse. Exactly. That That's kind of my point. Is like Colors had that reputation of being the best at the time. But at the time... Sonic games were really bad. Not, not not just normal bad, they were really bad. And then afterwards they would release Lost World and then two Sonic Boom games, one of which is decent, the other one The other one was like I want to take the crown of worst game yeah. from Sonic 2006. But yeah. Did you so... know that there's a chaos ever? <laughs> Don't start with the chaos. That's how I feel. That's how I feel when I go about Sonic. But as a fan, like most of these games suck. I'm willing to admit it. Like I wish others others would too. Um, or or they're not as good as you make them out to be. There's far better Sonic games. Just not what you want. Sonic, the 
so Sonic was better as a racing game, and no one bought Riders. Well, let's be yeah. fair. Sonic R is terrible. Sonic R is a technical masterpiece, terrible game. I don't know if I'd call that a masterpiece. That thing was... Technical masterpiece? Oh my god. For the fact that that is on Sega Saturn, like, they're... You can't fade in and out on a Sega Saturn. Like, um, polygons can't sort of pop in the same way, and yet they do in that game. They fade in slowly. That is impossible to do without some, like, wizardry. You, you You know what else is impossible? Playing that fucking game. That is absolutely accurate. I'm not denying that. <laughs> oh. I didn't say the game was good, Ken. I just said it was a technical marvel. Sonic is like the the, the Jason Voorhees of the video game industry. Like no. he has more than any other video game character as far as you know quantity. But my God, so many of them are bad. You want a really good racing game, and I'm gonna get on this again. Sonic Riders, the first one, not the, not Free Riders for sure, but not, uh, I didn't play the second one. Just the first game is a really smart racing game that has an extreme difficulty curve. But if you like racing games that challenge you as a player, Sonic Riders is fantastic because it's one of the few racing games that has like a gas meter. So what was what was the 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 um. That Sega racing game. Sonic and All-Stars Racing is incredible. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's a... If you're not playing that, I hate you as a person. That's one of the best games (laughs) ever. (laughs) Seriously, because people write it off like, oh, it's Sonic. It's a better racing game than most Mario Karts. The only one I might not be able to put up against is Mario Kart 8 just because of the pure amount of... Like, the amount of content in Mario Kart 8. No, those two Sonic and All-Star racing games are incredible. The third one, the Team Sonic Racing, that one was not great. Mediocre, yeah. Oh, but yeah, like, Sonic has done better spin-offs than main games at this point, so. It's Super Monkey Ball's coming out. Spend your money on that. Sonic's well, in it. Well, let's hope... That the port for the Switch version is better than Sonic. I mean, Colors. it's it's got to be it's if if they can port the Wii game to the Switch, the uh, Banana Blitz. Sonic Colors was a Wii game. Okay, I'm let me finish my thought. <laughs> if they can do Banana Blitz and that ran fine, I'm assuming Monkey Ball One and Two. Like, I'm assuming it's re- using the same engine at least. I, I, I have a hard time trusting the Switch lately with Sonic Colors and No More Heroes 3. I apologize. I would blame both of those developers first and foremost. And I mean, I said No More Heroes Run 1 runs like shit. I'm not surprised the same developer published another game where the open world runs like shit. Yeah, that's one word for it. Shit. It runs like shit, that's for sure. And Sonic... I think we've established Sonic has some bad. <laughs> I, no, yes. Yes. Sonic has one of the worst ports ever. Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis on GBA might be one of the biggest piles of shit I've ever seen. Sonic is crazy, man. It's like 20%. Okay. 15% of Sonic games are good. <laughs> 20%. Hold on. 15. <laughs> 15% of Sonic games are good, and there are a lot of Sonic games. That's bad. It's a bad ratio. You're not wrong. 
All right, let's talk about the big game. Uh, f- I got to get the name right. Hold on, this name fucking kills me. Fist forged in shadow torch, and fist is is you know f dot i dot s dot t. So, this game is for those of you who don't know what it is. It's easy to remember. It's the game with the bunny with the big mech arm. Um. Hold on, I'm getting the, the company that makes it. So the developer is TI Games, published by Billy Billy. All one word. This is a um, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, side-scrolling Metroidvania-style game. Um, it is definitely a looker. It's got kind of like this steampunk kind of look to it. A lot of dirty areas, industrial design. Uh, the characters in the game are all animals, so the character you play as is a, is a rabbit. Um, you also have a giant bear that is your friend. You run into a cat. There's all kinds of animals in this game, and they are very, very... What's the word I'm looking for? They're very, like, hardened. Um, I joked with Anthony in a message. I was like, you've got to tell me if you think the main character, uh, which I think his name is Rayton, um, sounds like he's doing his solid snake impression. Uh, you sure you're not playing a sequel to Brutal Pauls of Fury? I mean, if you told me this was in the same universe, I would believe you. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's it's a Metroidvania style game. So you start off with just kind of your standard, you know, jumping. You've got combat with the fist. The fist has upgrade paths. You collect these little coins, which are currency you can use to unlock uh, new combos. You will find new abilities. So one of the first ones you find is the ability to kind of, you know, scamper up the wall. So you can just hop onto a wall and just keep pressing the jump button to climb. You get a double jump eventually. You get different weapons. So you start with the fist. Uh, the second weapon you get is a drill. You get four total. Uh, you can switch them by the D-pad or tapping the L1 button. Um, you get a secondary power, which is mapped to the uh, right stick. So you can push it in any of the four directions. One of those is... Uh, carrot juice, so you can refill your health. Uh, one of them is a parry. Um, one of them is a homing rocket. I don't remember what the fourth one was. Um, and s- The thing about this game is that it feels really good to play like the platforming and such. The combat is going to be something you have to adjust to. So it is not like like there's not like a dodge Uh, There is a dash, but the dash does not make you invincible to attacks. So you really kind of have to plan out how you attack the enemies. And you need to make sure that you give yourself the wind-up time. So when you start a combo, you have to make sure that you continue that combo and that you're not interrupted, because the enemies can interrupt you with certain abilities. Um, It has a little bit of Mega Man in it, so you'll run into these giant bosses that you have to kind of learn their pattern and take down. When you take down these bosses, you kind of get a power in return, and then you can use that power to continue to traverse the world. It very much has a Metroidvania-style map, so when you press the, the touchpad, it'll bring up this map that shows you like the areas that you've been to. Um, it'll show you locked doors, so some of the doors are locked based on like your fist power. Uh, and then when you get the drill, it, you can use a fan to open fan doors. Um, just a lot of that 
gated progression kind of gameplay is here to the point where the map has a percentage on it, like you have completed 20% of this area. Um, the story is, is better than it has any right to be for, you know, this kind of game. Um, voice acting is actually decent. The characters are believable. Um, and overall, coming from a team that I had never heard of another game that they made, and maybe they've made other games. It, I looked up their a Chinese studio, so yes, this is a this is a Chinese studio that did this. I think it's the China Project um, is one of the companies behind it. And and really, this being one of their first games, I'm looking at their list now. They did the Ancient Amulet Amulator for the PlayStation Four and PC uh, back in 2017. So this is their first game since then. This is super impressive. Like the polish of this game is very high. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. It runs at 4k 60 frames a second on PS5. I have heard that the PS4 version runs at 1080p 30. So mileage may vary on which version you get. Um, but everything about it feels like a really, really like, this is a game that somebody like Sony would get behind and say, Hey, come check out this game on our platform because people will be talking about this game, uh, when it releases this week. I think if you're into Metroidvania games, you definitely owe it to yourself to check this game out. Um, so unless anybody has any questions about it, that's... I mean, it's... I'm a dummy for not playing it. I apologize, Ken. You are. It is really good. Uh, I spent several days just kind of sitting down and going through it, and it had been a while since I'd felt like really that invested in a Metroidvania. Metroidvania is so played out. Um, and so many games try to do it well, and most of them fail. And this game succeeds in almost, like, the combat is the one thing I get hung up on, because it is definitely, if you rush into things, you will get smoked. Um, also there's a stealth segment that I was not a big fan of. You'll know it when you get there, it's in the prison, did not care much for that, but I did get through it, and eventually once I got my weapons back... Because it takes away your weapons in that section, by the way. You you have no way to attack. Uh, I love... Yeah. Once I got my weapons back, though, I took my frustration out by completely 100%ing that prison area and murdering every person in it. So, uh, But there's, there's a lot of cool exploration in this game. A lot of little hidden secrets that you can find. Um, a lot of things that you can miss. Like, for example, when you're in prison, you can eventually get the keys to unlock some other inmates, and some of them will give you stuff, but you don't have to do that. And if I'd have missed out on the one that the one guy gave me, I'd have been very upset, because it basically gives you a skeleton key which can unlock treasure chests throughout the rest of the entire game. And if you don't let him out, you don't get that key. And I thought that was a was a cool little thing. So... I think this game is very good. I think if you have a, you know, a PlayStation 4, or PlayStation 5, you should check it out this week. And I think it's going to be a lot better than a lot of people are giving it credit for. So. But no, that's the big stuff I've played this week. All right. So, let's talk about what's out this week. It's an interesting week for releases, I believe. So, as I mentioned, The Fist Forged in Shadow Torch. Uh, is out on PS5. This is PS5 and Series X. We've also got Blood Rain Betrayal, Fresh Bites. 
Uh, hindsight 2020 Wrath of the Rakshasa. Say that three times fast. Rakshasa is a race in D&D. Um, that is a game from a developer that is a culmination of a bunch of um, other teams. Like, I think there's people there from Bungie. There's people there from uh, Sony Santa Monica. So, like, that studio has some pedigree. So I'm interested to see how that game plays out. Uh, the Tourist, making its appearance on PlayStation 5. That is a cool game. You should check it out. Uh, Life is Strange, True Colors. Uh, that Lost in Random game, the dice game from EA. Uh, the little platformer game, that's out this week. Uh, NBA 2K22. Uh, and Tales of Arise is out this week as well. Uh, WRC 10 and The Artful Escape it's coming to Xbox this week I believe it's on Game Pass as well uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One we have Bus Simulator 21 Crown Trick Sonic Colors Ultimate Surviving Mars Below and Beyond WRC 10 Struggling uh, Blood Rain Betrayal, Fresh Bites, Balderdash Deluxe, Hindsight 2020, Nuclear Throne making its way to Xbox this week, also I believe on Game Pass, along with The Artful Escape. Uh, that Toy Soldiers HD, remember that old game? The the, the yep. action figure, yeah, that's coming out this week. Uh, A Day Without Me, uh, From Earth to Heaven, Life is Strange True Colors, Lost in Random, NBA 2K22, and Tales of Arise also coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Fist coming to PS4, and Ultra Age coming to PS4, and that is all for that. Now it's time for the Switch. The Switch is in the house. <clears throat> We've got Enchanted Path, Red Square Escape 2, Frontier Quest, The Outer Worlds Murder on Irdanos, Apple Knight, Blood Rain, Boulder Dash, uh, Dark Fantasy Jigsaw Puzzle 2, Dice Legacy. Did you say Blood Rain? Yeah, Blood Rain. I've said it three times now. WayForward is remastering that Xbox Live Arcade and PSN game. Blood Rain Betrayal. Oh, yeah, got it. Yeah, and WayForward has also noted that they are interested in making Blood Rain 4, because why not? Everything, why else not? Is, everything else is coming back now. Why not Blood Rain? Of all the character action games that I expected to make a comeback, <laughs> Blood Rain is not one of them. I would see that one coming back. It's got everything that, that, the, that the Utes want, right? You know, hot vampire lady, vampires, blood, guts, knives, guns. It sounds like a game that would be popular. I don't know. I guess. Uh, glow. Not like in Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, it's just yellow. Uh, Love Kami, Healing Harem. Luna's Fishing Garden. Mystic Bell Enchanted Edition. I think that's another way forward game. Olympia Soiree. Residual. Smashing the Battle Ghost Soul. <laughs> Tux and Fanny. 
Ball physics draw puzzles. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Uh, Knights and Guns. Uh, Life is Strange and Lost and Random also coming to Switch along with NBA 2K22. Love Choice, Momolu and Friends, and WarioWare Get It Together out on Friday. You ready to, you ready to get it together on Friday? Wario is back. Yes, the... I haven't yep. played the I haven't played the demo just because I know I'm going to pick it up. So I wonder if that game is going to have any good deals on it. Nope, nobody. Okay. I don't. Wario sixty four. Oh. Let's do some news. You want to do some news? Let's do some news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, according to Toshiba. Uh, chip shortages for these new consoles could run into 2023. So, Drew, maybe you can't get a PlayStation 5 in a year. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, will the chip shortages be over before this generation is? Only time will tell. <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's good news for the console manufacturers because every time they make consoles, they will sell out. So... Yep. Um, there was news this week uh, that ch- that over in China they will be implementing uh, minors to now three hours a week of video game time. That was a story that cropped up. Um, I don't have all the details, and I certainly don't want to speak on. You it's know... it for, for it's online only, which is the main type of game that's played over there. Yeah. Um. It's. Weekends only. Apparently, it was like there was there was pretty strict restrictions already, so it's not like it's crazy difference. But yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, whatever. What do you want me to say about it? There's if this is what's going to kill the um or help stop the uh, use of gambling in video games because that's mostly what people play in China because. They didn't allow consoles in for a long time. I'm okay with this. <laughs> you know? I if it gets s- rid of microtransactions, good. I also saw that like this caused like uh big companies like NetEase, like their stock to drop. Which would make sense. Uh Metal Gear Solid using that as... Oh, I thought you were gonna use that as the segue. No, sorry. Uh Metal Gear Solid five servers for old consoles are shutting down in May of twenty twenty two. So, you know, you can no longer play the multiplayer of that game, like the base stuff, I guess. What do you mean for old consoles? 360 and PS3. Oh, right. That game was on that. Yes, it was. I forgot about that. I think if I read the story correctly, I think Xbox One and PlayStation 4 servers are still alive. And they will be past 2022? I don't know. Uh, you want your PlayStation Plus games for September? Here you go. Uh, Overcooked. All you can eat is the PS5 game. On PlayStation 4, you get Hitman 2 and Predator Hunting Grounds. So maybe there'll be more than two people playing that game now. 
According to our favorite, in, uh, I'm sorry, my favorite industry insider, Jeff Grubby Grub, Mass Effect 5 is going to be using Unreal Engine as opposed to Frostbite, which is what Andromeda used. And when asked if they, if <laughs> if we expect to see Mass Effect 5 in 2023, he just laughed and said, ha no. Most likely Dragon Age is 2023, and Mass Effect 5 is, well, maybe it'll be a launch game for PlayStation 6. Maybe. Sony's having a big event on Thursday. Um... From what I'm hearing, it's it's pretty substantial, and there's a reason it's not called a state of play. Anybody want to speculate what you're going to see there? I have seen things floating around. Curious. No, I mean you know me. I don't like to do that. You don't do the you don't do the predictions. You don't want to do a prediction. I'll give you a prediction. God of War gameplay. How's that? Yeah, I would I would say God of War gameplay will probably be there. Another another thing I think is going to be there, the uh the beta firmware that's running around with the expansion, I bet that gets a launch date. But see, I want the juicy stuff. I want the stuff that's floating the, around the internet. What do you what do you want, th- You want the juicy shit? I want the juicy you want to, shit. You want to give me, I'll give you some juicy shit. Persona 6 announced. I would probably be okay with that if Tokyo Game Show wasn't the end of the month. I think that'll come there. Probably. That's that's like that one I think is TGS. Um I'll tell you one everybody's like getting their panties in a bunch that they want to happen. And that's something Metal Gear Solid related. Like maybe oh, this again. This again. <laughs> They're buying the Silent Hill license, don't you know that? <laughs> Maybe like a like a legacy collection for the PlayStation 5 so you can finally play Metal Gear Solid 4 somewhere else? That makes more sense than Sony buying them. <laughs> well, that no, no. I, like, people aren't talking about buying the license. I'm talking... You know, referring... but they have before. That's sure. where I go, you know, ugh. I think this is more like maybe the Blue Point MGS1 remake or maybe like a collection of the older games on the PlayStation 5. Like that to me would be more believable. <clears throat> also probably uh, you know rumored for this is you know the Bloodborne 60 frames per second mode which has been coming for almost as long as the Metroid Prime trilogy. But I want a I want a really juicy one. I want a bigger juicy one. I want a return of something that hasn't been around for a while. Give me one of those. What's that? Legend of Dragoon. Ooh, that's a deep cut. I like that one. The internet would go insane. Console Wars over, Drew, if Legend of Dragoon <laughs> 2 was announced. I no, instead... For being honest, if they announced Legend of Dragoon 2, that would be the first game I'd probably pick up on my PlayStation 5. I'm going to give you a I, deeper cut. I want, I want a deeper cut. You're more likely to get Lemmings. Nobody wants Lemmings. Shut up, I want Lemmings. Jet Moto 4. Or just a reboot of Jet Moto. Would anybody buy that, though, besides you? Hey, I'm a person. 
<laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't think the mass market would be crazy about a Jet Moto game. Eh, maybe not. But I love my Jet Moto. Okay, PS1 games playable on PS5. You know, they've had the opportunity to do that a bunch of times and just kind of squandered it. Yeah, I know. I know. I think PS1, PS2 backwards compatibility is just a long lost dream at this point. Yeah. I don't it's know. horrible because the PlayStation 1 had the best library of games aside from probably the Super NES. I think the PlayStation 1 might have had a better library as far as, like, quantity. There were just that many more games. Oh, yeah, it lasted much longer. Yeah. Man, I would love to be able to play PS1 games on my PS5. So many games I'd want to go back and play. I mean, I do go back and play them. I played Shaolin Monks last week. That was PS2. Come back at me, bro. I don't know. I, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch the showcase. Um, it's been a long time since Sony has said anything about new games. So, I don't know. I hope it's good. It's 40 minutes, and it's not a state of play. So, Don't we have anything for the rest of the year? No. They have Kena and the Bridge of Spirits, which is not a first-party game. They do not have a first-party game that was supposed to be Horizon, but Horizon got delayed to February. Do you think they'll have anything surprised this is coming out in November of this year? No. No. That's pretty. That's pretty bad, man. I mean, I mean not, like both both systems are pretty bad at this right now. Well, there there won't be a new game, but I wouldn't be shocked of like a Metal Gear collection coming out this year, or I don't know, a PS5 version of Bloodborne or something. But a new first party game, no, no. I could have segged twice there, Anthony. I'm upset that I did not. But since yeah, we're no. talking, since we're talking about Sony, let's go ahead and segue over to Horizon and the controversy controversy that stirred up this week about that game. So, Sony announced Horizon Zero or not Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West is now launching in February of 2022. Uh, they announced the versions and the pre-orders went live, and initially when they came out, there was a PS4 version and a PS5 version. And there was an $80 version that you could buy that had both versions. And people were upset because they were told back when the PlayStation 5 launched that Horizon Forbidden West would be a cross-gen title with a clear upgrade path. Um, which if you buy, if you bought the standard edition of Horizon on the PlayStation 4, you did not have an upgrade path. You would have to turn mm-hmm. around and spend another $70. Uh, so the clear upgrade path is... Give me your money. Give me seventy more dollars. Um, which the internet obviously had. On a, a PS Five, you obviously have money. Pay me. Yeah. So the internet blew up about this. Everybody was talking about it. Sony, you know, backtracked and said, "Yes, there will be an upgrade." And instead of charging the ten dollars, they instead said, "If you buy the sixty dollar version, the PS Four version, you just get a free PS Five upgrade." So. Who the hell is going to buy the $70 version now? <laughs> Crazy people who are like, I need all the PS5 games I have to have a case on the shelf. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought they said that you could do it for a $10 price. Not for this one. This one no, is now in free. In the future. Yeah, in the future, first-party oh. games will have a $10, but Horizon is getting a free upgrade. 
Well, then you'd be an idiot to buy the PlayStation 5 version of the game. Yeah, you just buy the PS4 version and get both versions for the same price. Which I wasn't expecting. I was expecting the $10 fee. Like, yeah. that's what I thought was going to happen. And Sony's just like, nah, you buy that $60 version on PS4, you get the PS5 version. So, I mean, okay. <laughs> smart. Uh, it's not so smart delivery. My, my, that's 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 my thing, and I, I know everybody's going to say I'm just a Xbox fanboy, and you can go ahead and call me that if you want to. Xbox fanboy. There is there is no denying that Xbox blows Sony out of the water with this bullshit. Yeah, it just I works. Mean, you 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 buy the game works. and there is no there is no version that you purchase. You buy an Xbox game and it works on everything and it upgrades automatically. This is stupid. I saw an argument against that the other day. Do you you, you want to hear it? I hear so much on the internet. It's always fun when I see a new thing. There's a downside to your games just working using the same save files and not having to pay a fee. Do you want to know what it is? Can you guess? Can you guess what it is? What? Go for it. You get a second set of trophies. <laughs> I guess. Sure. <laughs> what what kills me about that argument? Except no, not necessarily. Hold on. What kills me about that argument is that you don't have to earn them, Anthony. They just pop. They do. So it's not like you had to go back and play through the game to earn them again when you upgrade. So when I upgraded Ghost of Tsushima, when I upgraded Final Fantasy VII Remake to the PS5 versions, I just got a shitload of trophies, Anthony. Because as you say, the Vita, PS3, and PS4 games, some of them had like linked trophies. So I was like, all right, I don't know about that. So then this is wholly stupid, and that person's dumb and should feel bad. (laughs) Here's the thing, is that when that... So if they just pop, that makes something that's already not meaning anything even more meaningless. Yes, you are correct. But you get more trophies, so your trophy level goes up, Drew, and your EP gets bigger. I guess. <laughs> I mean, congratulations. You upgraded your game. Here's here, here's here's your trophies. I would honestly prefer if they didn't automatically pop and I had a reason, like, even if it's just a mental reason, to go back and play the game again. Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, that, that, that revitalizes your ability to play that game some more, you know? Oh. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's such a funny thing that I saw that argument. It's like, I, I saw a Twitter thread and the guy was like, there is a downside to um, just having the same version across both systems. Like, can you please tell me what it is? He's like, well, you don't get a second set of trophies. I was just like, wait a minute, are you serious? Like, you took the time to type this out on Twitter? Somebody could take you seriously? I can't, I can't listen to this crap anymore. The problem is, is that I follow, like, Xbox and Phil Spencer and stuff like that. And every time I, like, just want to look and see what they're offering, it's just a bunch of people saying Sony better. And it's the same way with the Sony stuff, because I follow all the Sony shit, too. And every time I click on that, it's people just saying Xbox is better and the meme of somebody crying or some bullshit like that. I'm just like, why do you care? Why do you care? 
Why do you care <laughs> about any of this? I don't know. I really don't know. I can't I can't figure out why people are so invested in defending their number one defending their corporation of choice. Number two defending a plastic box. It's, They're it's, defending the fact that they spent $500 on something is what it is. They want to justify that purchase. If you have yeah. fun playing it, it's justified. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I'm excited for the Sony event. You know why? Because I have a PS5 and I'm going to play those games. I, I don't have yep. a PS5, I'm, so I'm going to go cry my Xbox tears. Well, go ahead, and that's what I don't get. Is like people, people always like give me a hard time. They're like, "Well, you're an Xbox guy." I'm like, "Yeah, I prefer my Xbox, but I get excited about the Sony shit because if they release a Metal Gear Legacy Collection, I'll be there. When God of War comes out, I'll be there." Are you kidding? I don't limit myself to one plastic box, and I grant nobody can get these systems right now, and a lot of people can't afford a thousand dollars for two machines. I get that. But if you spend as much time like selling some lemonade on the corner as you do on Twitter complaining about the other box, you could probably buy one. And you can also donate $5 to me so I can actually show you my peak. <laughs> show you your what? <laughs> what? My peak. Oh, I thought, it sounded like you said something with a P and I was like, did he say yeah, piggy? Like it sounded like you said peen. <laughs> oh please no I'll show that too but it's going to be ten dollars oh only ten that's pretty well, cheap anyway if if you if you go to bat for corporations or plastic boxes you and I we can't be friends I'm sorry <laughs> I, I can't I can't figure it out man like I just every time I see that like I, I've said it a million times but I, I go to this person's profile and I'm like this has got to be like a 14 year old kid and no, it's a guy with like a wife and kid that's saying this stuff. And I'm like, does your family know you talk like this? <laughs> Show your wife your Twitter feed. Please. <laughs> Show your wife your Twitter feed and see if she looks at you with disapproval. Yeah. So this looking at like, what the f is this what you do all day? Like, why? Do you like run into McDonald's and complain? That the that the Big Mac is not as good as the Whopper. Like, do you do that? <laughs> like, I don't I don't get it, man. <sighs> All right, here's one that cropped up on a Saturday evening. Um, Alan Wake remastered is coming October fifth. Has that actually been announced, or is that just? So, you know, a storefront like updated their SKUs. Yeah, there's been no official announcement. I'm assuming it's coming third. Maybe that's part of Sony's thing. Um, but it's uh, Wario tweeted it. It's listed October. There's a, there's a date. It's October 5th. Uh, it's coming to PS4, uh, PS5, and Xbox. I, I'm assuming Xbox just means... I, I just call it PlayStation and Xbox now because I can't get down with these tweets that are like, coming to PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox Series S, Xbox Series X, PC, Steam, Epic Game Store, and Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I, I can't. It's coming to Xbox and PlayStation. We're good. 
but yeah, I, I guess this is happening. So you can play Alan Wake again. Anybody excited about that? I mean, Alan Wake's a good game, but I mean, I've played it three times already. Yeah. You can still play it on Xbox Series S, X, One, One X, One S, whatever. I wonder if this will come with American Nightmare. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Because American Nightmare, I will go as far as to say I enjoyed American Nightmare more than the original Alan Wake. Hmm. I'll be interested to see if it's in there. Does this also mean we're getting a sequel? Maybe? I don't like two. Also, if, if, if anybody out there liked the idea of 12 minutes, but didn't like the execution of 12 minutes, play American Nightmare, because it is a time loop game. Oh yeah, it is. It's a very different game than Alan Wake was, that's right. Yeah, it's a time loop game, and it is fantastic. There, I'm pretty sure every time loop game is better than 12 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. <laughs> God, I want to yell the Willem Dafoe thing, but I'm not going to yell it again. Yeah, I know. People still might not have played it, which they shouldn't, but maybe they want to. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got two more stories here. One of them is just for me and Drew. Uh, and that is the fact that uh, uh, we we kind of have an Overwatch two date, maybe. Fuck. So we may we may or may not. Who knows? So the the this story comes from um somebody somebody reported it, and then it was confirmed through the Overwatch League that in April of 2022, when the new season starts, they will in fact be playing on an early build of Overwatch two. Which means that the final game cannot be that far behind if the league is going to be playing it. So. Yeah, I would say summer of 2022. Yeah. That's better than what we thought, but that's still another year almost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's almost a year at this point, and this game is dead. I wouldn't call it dead, but it is dying. Yes, it is dying very quickly. So, hey, I'm now stuck. Like I'm, I'm on. Like I am now role queuing as console, but also playing with PC players and everybody else. And I'm now starting to run into the exact same people every match. Oh, absolutely! I see a lot of the same people when I play. I've I have played with this guy named Knight Knight. As in K N I G H T N I G H T, at least seven matches in a row on different nights, and I'm like, okay, so we're running out of people to play with here. See, I'm always playing with the pants parties. Different night nights, Drew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it could be different night nights, but I don't think so. I am playing with the pants party, so like in my games, there's always a a grumpy pants or or a pouty pants or there's always a pants in my games, and I and I keep seeing repeat pants, a lot of pants. Pants, huh? Yeah, no sexy pants though. I have not seen sexy pants. I have seen some suggestive names. I I played with thick dong yesterday, so there is that. Yeah, PC players they don't really give a crap, and they're not really regulated. <laughs> Whew, yeah. All right, last news story. Anthony's favorite. 
uh, a juicy, juicy rumor that has been oh, corroborated by four sources. I swear to God, if it's Metroid Prime Trilogy, I will commit murder. It is not Metroid Prime Trilogy, but it is We're Nintendo. Fine. That's... I'll wait to hear what it is. Alright, according to one source that dropped, and then three sources that corroborated, Nintendo is planning to add Game Boy and Game Boy Color games to Nintendo Online. Right, I forgot about this. When it comes... We'll see. But, like, everything else, I don't hold my breath with this shit, because 99% of the time they're wrong. So this the only reason that I'm I know some of the I know some of the people that have corroborated it. I understand that your favorite man in the world, Jeff Grubb, has. (laughs) I trust very few leakers and rumor mongers, and that man is never. I won't say never, but he's mostly never wrong. I won't throw him under the bus because he did have my favorite insult ever. Yes, the Hobbit insult. <laughs> the Hobbit, the Hobbit Fisher Stevens. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, nailed the guy. Um, but yeah, it's look. I Nintendo, and this is this is where I'll be a little bit more honest, I guess, with my issues with this stuff. Nintendo is like a lot of different companies however nintendo's a lot of their stuff is internal they work on different projects but that doesn't mean everything comes to fruition so when i hear that stuff they don't work with too many outside parties and yeah you might have something that's being worked on but that doesn't mean it's ever going to be a thing like i think the nintendo leaks have shown they work on a lot of stuff that never gets released. Sure. Um, so, I'm not saying this isn't the case, like, I'm not saying that that's the case here, but, like, we have people that all they do is just look at the update to the Switch firmware and and pull every piece of data out, and, you know, like, data miners do that. That's what they do. And so, if there was a mention of it, I feel like there you know, like, that would be like, oh, oh, okay, it's more likely then. But, like, you know, up and This has been a thing before. With the Metroid Prime trilogy, maybe they did have that in, in some sort of fat working fashion, but it just didn't work out, and they stopped developing it. That happens! Like, that's where I'm like, I just... Just because you heard it from someone who is a credible source doesn't mean it's going to be finished. Those two things could be both true. I heard it from a um, friend who. I heard it from a friend uh, who. My uncle works at Nintendo. I heard it from a friend who. You've been messing around. Um, but uh, yeah, like okay, if it comes, cool. But like, I don't know. I what do you want to see on that platform? That's and the I, that, yeah. That's the big question that I was going to pose to y'all. Like, what are the Game Boy and Game Boy Color games you would like to play on your Nintendo Switch? Because I'm going to be honest with you, uh, we I get to three first party games, and that's about it. Oh man, you missing out! I want six golden coins. Yep, 
I want Super Mario Oracle, Land 1 and 2. Oracle of Ages and Seasons. I want some Pokemon. Oh, right, Game Boy Color. Sorry, I was I was focusing on just Game Boy. Um, I want to play then, Mortal Kombat on the Game Boy. Uh, <laughs> well, that's just it, though. Like, I'm like, you, you can't get Tetris because that. The, I mean, they could, they could in theory, but like Tetris is owned by the Tetris company. Um, excuse me. So there's your big Game Boy title. You got Link's Awakening, sure. You got the two Super Mario Lands, and then I, I forgot about Wario Land. So you got the Wario Land series. Um, but they won't do Pokemon because they'll sell you Pokemon. Because I mean, but are they are selling you take... Pokemon Red and Blue right now? On 3DS, they sold Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, but nobody. The Switch is the replacement, so. But what I'm. But is it to Pokemon fans who want to bring all this stuff over? So if you don't have a 3DS, they'll sell you those games. Like, there's money to be made there. Those actually sold on the 3DS, while everything else kind of just lingered there. I mean, to be fair, I'd have paid for Link to the Past again. They gave me that for free. For, for sure. I'm not I'm not denying that, but I'm saying, like, Pokemon is not just Nintendo. No, Pokemon I know that. Pokemon is the Pokemon company. So Maybe you, that's yeah, why it's taken the... this long to get these games on there is because they were working out deals with the Pokemans. But, but they have that they have that stupid box thing that you put your Pokemon into so you can transfer to the newer games. And I have a feeling that if they don't have that, people are gonna be upset. So now we run into the issue that you have to run the emulator because th- that's basically what the Switch app the Switch apps do. And then start up the game but have certain games be able to interact with that and not have other games be able to like force data into it to then hack Pokemon in and all that nonsense. So we, it's just like if it's not running, if the Pokemon games aren't running as their own app, we start having issues immediately. So I just can't see them giving away Pokemon. That's the only thing where I'll be like, yeah, that's a, almost a definite no in my opinion. Like I'm not saying a Game Boy is likely, Pokemon is not. Uh, we'll see. Uh, from what I'm hearing, there may be a direct coming up, um, and I would guess that this would be in there along with Monolith's new game. Those are my guesses. I'm trying to think of other Game Boy games, like sure Metroid Prime or Metroid Two, yeah, the Kid Icarus title. But it's like I feel like people think they want Game Boy more than. They I mean, want Game Boy, and like I love six golden coins. I love Super Mario Land. I love the Wario Land games. I think that's the be- those are the best games on the console. But it's not necessarily about people maybe thinking they want something that they don't want. It just adds value to a service that has been kind of lacking it lately. There's not sure. a, there's not a lot of games that use the Nintendo Online functionality. And let's be fair. If anybody on this podcast is paying for Nintendo Online, why are we paying for it? Old games. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. I want some new old games. Give me new old games. I want it in 64. No matter what, this this whole... See, that would be one of those things where I'm like, that is more where I think people are interested. Game Boy is not the place. No, but it's a bone. And Nintendo is good about throwing bones. You know, that Metroid Prime trilogy's been done for years. 
They're just gonna wait till Metroid Prime Four has Mother, is in Mother sight. Three and Earthbound isn't on this fucking thing. You're not gonna play it anyway. Shut the fuck up, you people. I played like, Earthbound. Or if you're gonna, Mini you, came out. But what I'm saying is, the people that are complaining about Earthbound being there, the, most of them are gonna be like, "It's Earthbound," and then stop playing. Well, I mean, yeah, people did that with every game on that server, except for Mario. I beat Mario three times in one night because you can. Which which one? The first one. Oh, okay. Well, there's multiple, so that's the reason why. Well, I, I know, but Mar- Super Mario uh, Brothers Mike. can be finished in like 20 minutes. That's true. I I I was just thinking like how impressive that would be if you just sat down. And you're like, I beat, beat Super Mario World. Oh, dude, no, no, you no, can't do that. no way. I was like, holy shit! No, that's Super Mario World. <sighs> Even Super Mario Three and Two are long ass games, so that's the reason why I was like, I don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We're talking about the first one. I have a. I have a. Uh, like a two-hour save and link to the past I keep meaning to go back to, and I just haven't got around to it. I think I'm on the third pendant, second or third pendant in the light world. I, if they, listen, anything that they want to do to that, I like, get rid of that stupid fix, like, bring up the menu shit at the bottom the whole time. I hate that. Oh, it looks awful. That That is so annoying. I, I went to play Link to the Past, and I was like, oh, I hate the fact that it's like, press L and R. Ugh. All right, Drew. Get that shit gone. Drew Sorry. and Ryan, I saved this email till you were back on the show. Okay. It's an email from Eeyore Kara. Okay. It says, for the show, hey yo, it's Eeyore Kara. I started playing Dirt 5 on my PS5. Man, I love it so much. Kind of gives me MotorStorm vibes. Well, it's made by the same team, so I guess that makes sense. Uh, good memories with that game. I really love the haptic feedback on the controller and the trigger stuff. Absolutely loving this game. Have to say, though, I completely suck at the buggy. Man, they control like shit. Alright. Really loved the wrestling talk last week, guys. People are saying CM CM Punk's AEW move is like Hogan going to the WCW. That really annoys me because WCW threw a fucking parade for his signing. Hogan turned heel... Part of the biggest group ever, NWO, and also put WCW on the map. Help beat WWF ratings 83 weeks in a row. Sorry, but CM Punk can't do that. Now there's rumors of Daniel Bryan going over and so on. That's cool. It will happen. But the only person who can who can a bigger move than Hogan is John Cena. If he went over, become heel, and so on, that might be that might top Hogan. Anyhow, wrestling is cool again. I'm sure I've mentioned in the past, I'm a huge Razor Ramon slash Scott Hall fan. Your thoughts on yeah, that, Ryan? Yeah, so I, what I would say is that Hogan's a, a bad example there because, yes, you're right, Hogan went to WCW uh, and ultimately turned heel with the NWO and it was, you know, major ratings victories for them that was two years after hogan joined wcw um he joined wcw in 1994 he didn't turn heel and join the nwo until 1996 and that was during that time period wcw was not doing well um so i I think it's probably a little early to say what cm punk and another wrestler who's supposed to debut tonight who i won't name in case anybody doesn't want to be spoiled um can do for aew considering he just got there less than a month ago um, you know, two and a half weeks ago. Well, it's good so, to know. We'll it's good to know what my Twitter feed is going to be full of tonight, Ryan. Yeah, I, here's what I'll say. Um, 
the two nights that they have been or the nights that they have been on since punk has been back they have almost every single one of them been the number one show on cable so is it likely they're going to pass wwe immediately no but they've been around for two years uh by the time wcw or by the time hogan got wcw they had been around for um what three years as wcw and you know gosh another decade before that as you know jcp or the nwa so um you know i know he's a big scott hall fan um i would say that the cm punk news and the daniel bryan oh news um is likely more like when hall and nash came to wcw than hogan because hogan came to wcw in 1994 to be hulk hogan um he dressed in the red and yellow, acted just like Hulk Hogan, and people got sick of him real fast, which is why he ended up joining the NWO and turning heel. Um, so I, I agree with him. John Cena is a major star. Um, and I, I don't think as a uh, as a household name that CM Punk is as impactful as John Cena. But he's a much better wrestler. Um and a much better promo. And um, so I don't know. I think it's, I think it at least has generated interest in wrestling again. Um, and after years and years and years and years of declining interest in wrestling, um, I'll say that the interest generated in the last couple of weeks has been the most that I've seen uh, since punk left. Uh, so I think he's got to get some credit for that. I mean, I, I've admitted that I'm not like super into wrestling, but I knew a CM Punk when he was at the height of his career. Even though I wasn't watching wrestling, I knew about what was going on in it. And I saw, because I mean, it goes up online shortly after, when he told off McMahon, he was speaking for the fans basically at that point. And like, he was willing to say, this is a shit product we're putting out. And then he got fired. (laughs) So for him to come back at all is huge because he's not just a character. He was pretty much being himself on stage. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Go ahead. Sorry. I I was probably not going to add it. I was not going to add anything special. I was going to say, and he was speaking what everybody was thinking and still thinks about WWE. Yeah, and it's it's just a different time. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the um it, it, it's going to be difficult for AEW to catch WWE and the actual total viewers, although they've been a lot closer than most people think. Um, but in the demo, which is what most advertisers care about, the 18 to 49 demo, they've been real close. And as a matter of fact, they've been ahead of WWE a couple weeks. So, I think there's this narrative among people who are fans of the WWE that, well, you know, AEW is just a small time. It's they're not going to catch up even with these additions. And I just don't know that that's the case because creatively speaking, the AEW product has been a lot more engaging than the WWE project or product for the last couple of years, at least. Um, so I don't know. I'd say give it time and we'll see what happens from my perspective. I look at this the same way I look at video games. Um, now, I don't watch WWE anymore because their creative, I think, is terrible, quite honestly. But um, I'm just happy that the industry seems to be thriving again, especially um, the independent scene in the industry is really on fire for the first time in 
man, since the the height of Ring of Honor in the early 2000s. Um, so, you know, it's it's just good for there to be competition in the industry again. And, you know, you can say, well, you know, this isn't going to be like when Hogan went to WCW. But the reality is when Hogan went to WCW, um, WCW had been established, right? They had stars there that were established for the last 20 years up until the last two. There's been nobody else other than the WWE, at least not in America, uh, at least not at any level. Right. So um, I think the fact that we're two years into this company, they're signing free agents at the level that they're signing and they're hitting ratings numbers at the level they're hitting is pretty that's pretty significant, I think. And so I think to to downplay this is less significant than what was happening in the industry in 1994 is probably in some way accurate because there's just less eyeballs on the product today than there was back then. But it's probably a little, uh, I think, short-sighted uh, considering the actual timeline of how everything happened back then. I think everybody's a little um, – they tend to skew the timeline of how all that stuff went down. Um, and it wasn't it certainly wasn't an in- instantaneous victory for WCW when they brought Hulk Hogan over. As a matter of fact, you could say the first two years he was there was kind of a failure because uh, the fans rejected him relatively quickly. And I mean, he was doing stuff like the Dungeon of Doom and, and stuff like that in his first couple of years in the company. So hmm. always interesting to hear how wrestling is going since I stopped watching it 20 some odd years ago. I, I will say to... it's oh, it's. I, I will say that this these last two years um, have been. It, it's it's rekindled my interest in wrestling. All right, I just a question I, for you, real quick. Yep. If I were to want to watch a a episode of AEW, what channel would I have to watch it on? It's TNT every Wednesday night at eight o'clock. So it's just Wednesdays. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's Wednesday night at eight o'clock, and then they have another hour-long show called Rampage on TNT on Fridays at ten. Okay, so you gotta the have TNT on, on on Wednesday. Yeah, the main show is on Wednesday. It's Dynamite, is what it's called. But there's a show gotcha. tonight, right? Yeah, there's a pay-per-view tonight. Okay, so that's oh, okay. Yeah, that's I got gotcha. you. They're not on any service like WWE is on Peacock. No. They're not. They okay. they they still do actual pay per view. Uh, their rumor is that there's been discussion about them eventually moving to um, HBO Max. Uh, but right now their pay per views are are all on internationally. They're on Fight TV, and in America they're on uh, Bleacher Report. It used to be BR Live. Now it's actually Bleacher Report because it's it's Warner owned, um, and it, that's part of their television deal with with Warner. HBO Max has been. Sorry, go ahead. How much are their pay per views? Fifty bucks in America. Twenty bucks if you're outside of America. Gotcha. So HBO yeah, they Max only is do, making a sorry, lot. They of only money. do. They only do four pay per views a year. Okay. So wow. it's not like WWE where there's a pay per view every month. <laughs> WWE used to have four pay per views per year. They did. Yeah. That's back when I watched it. There was there was four big big pillars, you know, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, and SummerSlam. SummerSlam, yeah. Yep. Those were the four that I would watch every year. I, I I think it would be wise if HBO Max picked it up because HBO Max has been making moves to get a lot of really good content on there. So if they could bring in another market, I think that would be very smart for them. Well, and especially because nothing drives streaming viewership like live content. Mm-hmm. 
So. Yeah, I agree. I well, always loved looking at uh, Twitter. You can tell how people, they, like wrestling fans, are responding. In fact, it's. I think it might be my favorite part of wrestling because I don't really partake, even because I'm usually working, unfortunately, when stuff is on. But um, look at how people respond to AEW on Twitter when it's trending. And then look at how people are responding to the WWE when it's trending. And I know McMahon has his whole any publicity is good publicity sort of thought process, but like it is super positive for AEW. And it's always negative for WWE. Yeah, yeah I, there's there's a certain segment of the population that has just been waiting for a competitor, a legit competitor, um, for a long time. And so... Um, there's a lot of, and quite honestly, um, AEW doesn't insult their fan base the way the WWE does, um, which I think makes a huge difference. You know, WWE's been by themselves in the industry for 20 years, and so they've basically taken the approach that, listen, you'll watch what we tell you to watch, and you'll enjoy what we tell you to enjoy. Um, and if you boo John Cena because you don't like him, we're just going to keep pushing him and we'll just say on commentary, Oh, this city's crazy. Listen to him. It's, it's, it's backwards out there. Um, and you know, it's, it's novel again for the, the competition is good for the industry. That's just the way I'll put it. It's good for every industry. Agreed. I haven't talked about Madden football since it came out because it kind of yeah. sucks. <laughs> I heard it was bad. It is bad. And it's like, well, what do you do? do you, you want to play some football or if, not? If you want to play, Matt, if you want to play an NFL game this year, that's what you got, and it sucks. <laughs> so, anyway, you know this wasn't the Orcara email without one final piece. <clears throat> he wants to do a roundtable. I want you. I want you guys to tell us. Oh, somebody left. Drew. Drew, you son of a bitch. He went to go subscribe to TNT. (laughs) (laughs) He went to go lock up that pay-per-view in another country because he didn't want to pay 50. He wanted to pay 20. That's right. Uh, I want you guys to tell us what is the best feeling in the world that never fails. And, of course, he's going to give you his, and I'm sure you can guess what it is. For me... Oh, God damn it. (laughs) It's undoing a girl's bra. You know that when you undo them... You're getting the titty. <laughs> moment. I'm glad I. You I'm un- glad I guess titties. Oh, uh, you undo them from the back. Titty in your mouth. Best feeling. What do you guys think is the best feeling when there? And it never fails. What's your, what's your best feeling? <laughs> Ass. <laughs> you don't have a best feeling. What? Um. Oh, welcome back, Drew. God damn it, you gotta read that last part again, Ken. Uh, you're gonna make me read that again? Man, I feel yep. awkward reading that. Yep, well, that's the reason why I told you to read it again. <sighs> well, read it, but I've got an sorry. email in front of me. I got, a, uh, I got a phone call, and I had to drop off the call for a second. I'm not gonna read it again. I'm just gonna put it in the chat. Drew, you can read it. Anthony, <laughs> tell me what's your best feeling. I'm not reading it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that... I enjoy the fact that you're like, I'm not doing that. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> um, man, we should all know by now I'm negative. 
I don't have a good feeling. Like not even like food or something. Like like there's oh, definitely food? not food. Um, oh man, you got you got to give me a minute, like because that's a deeper question than. Uh... I'll t- I'll t- like one that I can always think of, and it's it's a stupid one. Like when you're eating a pizza, and like you take a swig of that Coke for the first time after eating like a slice of pizza. Like that is always satisfying. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I like, I like, it's it's bad because I like to eat almost all of my meal before I actually drink anything. I, I I can see that because like that that drink is like so satisfying. Yeah, I will probably take maybe two sips of my drink throughout the entire meal. Anything else? trying to think. Man, I... All my shit's, like, weird. I think. Well, I mean, Um, you saw the email we got. I mean... (laughs) That is fair. It's not weird like that. I mean, is that weird? I don't know. It's not that uncomfortable. Mine is stuff you could say in a church without getting weird (laughs) ones. Um, You should totally... You should totally read this email in church. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Man, so when, like very specific type of weather but like those sort of like hazy summer nights where it's still warm out and the sun is going down so the skies are the skies like weird colors uh going to like a gas station and getting a drink and walking outside and just kind of standing in that sort of hazy night like or evenings like it, the perfect fucking like weather the glow of like the halogen lights the bright lights as the sun is setting I don't know, there's something about, like, that that is just relaxing and calming for me. Like, where, like, everything starts to just get fuzzy. I don't think that's weird. I get that. Yeah, it's just something that it's, like, hard to describe. Because, like, I don't know if everybody's ever... I don't know how many people have, like, been in that sort of spot before. Oh, absolutely. I live in the Midwest, so it's... it's Okay, perfect. I'm sorry. Is, she, is the Midwest the proper term anymore? I saw some argument yeah. about that the other day. It, it, the it, especially if you're not like <laughs> in, no, I think technically we yeah. are. Okay, okay. It's better if you're like at the edge of town too, like where you're starting to get into like a little bit more of like flatlands and stuff. It's got a little bit of nature and a little bit of the city. Yeah. Um, I got I got one wombat and and us being local around here I know you'll get this one. You walked Kings Island all day and you hit the mist spots. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, like I could I could like dream about like hitting or or getting the La Rosa's pizza after you've like walked all day long. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. There's just in something similar, about that. In a similar vein, I'll say cold bottle of water after mowing grass yeah yeah or just going to sleep (laughs) going to bed after a long going to bed after you do your yard work that day is awesome that's a good one (laughs) problem is uh, i never sleep well so that escapes me oh yeah um (laughs) sorry i've thought about the the night terror why, Connie? Uh, we have to leave. Why? Ants. <laughs> There's ants. It's always the ants. I'll. Uh, yeah, mine used to be uh, 
uh, birch coffee in the morning, but I had to stop drinking coffee, so I can't yeah. use that one anymore. Picking my boots off after I get off work. Yeah, shoes and shoes and socks are a big one. And Drew, you can you can monetize that now. I know, I know. <laughs> I'll be home in five minutes, guys. Get your money ready. Get your money ready. Get get your stream warmed up. We coming. That's right. <laughs> I have this um, this like I'm gonna say GIF, but I know some people are gonna think it's pronounced GIF, and I'm gonna say I don't care. Um, of like light like cars driving kind of past this like cityscape, and it's actual photography but it's a perfect loop so obviously some editing has been done and i don't know about like, something just about like watching it is perfect like i don't know it's something feels right about it and it's like one of those places i wish i knew where it was so i could see it um it's nothing special you see the power lines in it and stuff but uh every time i look at it it's just like perfect man there there is so much stress and crap in the world but the fact that you can have simple things calm you down or or relax you ain't nothing weird about any of them i got one last one it's a song but it's just i i think part of it i like the the like those moments of like haziness in life where like things aren't so distinct i guess um it's a song by uh aldrich schnoss Called hey, what? stars, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Schnaus, Ulrich Schnaus, I guess. Um, Zoom type. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it would be a villain in two um, worlds. But uh, <laughs> he, he, he's an electronic musician. He uh, was in the final lineup of Tangerine Dream, so it kind of gives you an idea of the type of music he did on his own. Um, He's considered shoegaze. Again, that blurriness that I seem to like. Um, but he wrote like three albums that were part of like a trilogy. He has way more than that. But uh, on the last album of the trilogy called Goodbye, there's a song called Stars. And it's every time I, I like that song just takes me places. It's amazing. I think it might be his most popular song. I'm not too too certain. I know it's one of the like top five on his Spotify. Um, but I, I love that album. I own it twice physically. Like that's it's just this perfect song though, and I think it's kind of a great audio version of what I'm trying to describe when I talk about these things that always feel satisfying to me. Um, I love that song. So I have to I have to ping the musical genius of the wombat and and when when Anthony said stars all I could hear is this lyric like in counting stars what song is that I don't you gotta <laughs> give me more than that I was I was trying to use you as a Shazam and it wasn't working Are you, you talking about more than uh, Are you talking about the One Republic song I don't know I can uh, just hear somebody it's probably we'll be counting stars. No, That's it's definitely it's definitely not that. It was something else. Oh. It, I almost want to say it was like a video Beavis and Butthead watched. Oh God! Oh man! Like it's an old song, and I can just remember the end of the lyric was just like counting stars. It, like he had like a little twang to his voice or something. Ah oh, man! 
I don't know. I don't know, man. <sighs> it's going to drive me crazy. Anthony, do you, you like air? This is going to sound weird. Do you like air? <laughs> yeah, the air, the French band. Okay. The French band. Do you like yeah, to breathe? So I'm just so curious. <laughs> do you like to breathe? Well, they, they, they actually call them, like, if you look, they sometimes write it as air and then in brackets, French band. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love them. I have every album. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, that, that reminded me of <laughs> Drew, do you like water? Yes. <laughs> um, that's actually another uh another they have uh, another song that I like it, always satisfying um La Femme d'Argent which is the first track off of uh the first album Moon Safari. Yep. Man, oh, y'all say some weird perfect. combinations of words and it's I like uh Talisman on that album. That's a great one. Yeah, I, 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 Air is a really good band. Um, I know I'm not breaking any like minds with that statement, um, but I love all their albums. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, I think I think he found the song. Okay, yeah, that's got to be. I'll have to, I'll have to listen to that when the show's over. But I think you're right because I remember Beavis and Butthead making fun of it. They're like, count stars. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. What's the name of the the band and the song? Hum and Stars. I'm gonna be honest with you, uh, Anthony. When you said the dude's name was Ulrich Schnauss, uh, in my head, the only two things he could be were electronic musician or like 15th century Austrian Austrian ruler. So <laughs> I, I, you probably I didn't you were... have to specify that he was an electronic musician. I thought you were gonna guess. Um, uh. <laughs> the guy from the Scorpions could be him too. Oh, you never know. Uh, or like a like a professional dog trainer, maybe. <laughs> That's like Armin Van Buren. That oh, sounds God, more like a yeah. cat trainer to me. He sounds more. He sounds more sophisticated. Black I metal guitarist. Like, if your name's Ulrich Schnauss, I assume you spend half of your time on stage with black and white face paint on. You open for King Diamond? Yes, exactly. That's exactly who I'm thinking of. <laughs> I know, like, when you say white and black face paint, I don't think Kiss, I think King Diamond, and I don't I'm know why. <sighs> Alright, I got a tweet from Jeremy, he says, hey gents, and maybe ladies, but probably Ken and Anthony. Well, he ain't wrong most weeks. Ah, um, so I got back on the Twitters after a necessary break, but I have yet to procure a next-gen console. I think I finally landed on the Xbox Series X for ease of use. Do you know anyone that has the hookup? Oh, God, yeah. Good luck with that, man. Oh, man. I've been trying for months to get some people that I know consoles and have failed every time. Literally, the only person I know is just follow Wario64 and pray. That's exactly how I got both of mine. Yeah. I mean, I, that's... I saw a console in the wild. Which one? Series S. Oh, yeah, that one doesn't count. But, but, <laughs> but for... You're right, you're right. But for the fact that I hadn't seen any of them... Like, so... What's crazy is that the only consoles you've been able to buy in stores anywhere near me are Switches. That's it. And most of them are Switch lights. So, like, 
Yeah, there's plenty of Switch Lights out there. Nobody wants that thing. But they're not selling PS4s anymore? PS4s and Xbox Ones are discontinued now. Yeah, so there's nothing in these shelves. So the fact that I saw a console surprised me. I guess that's true. Like, if you go to the store now, like, there's probably... I'm going to be real honest with you. I haven't been to a retail store, and I couldn't tell you, like, that sold stuff like that, and I couldn't tell you how long. Yeah, I went to uh, Walmart and just, like, happened to be standing in electronics, and there was one, and I was like, wow, that's the first time I've ever seen one. Yeah, I've... It's crazy to think that you can't get the new ones, the old ones are all gone, and what do you do? Like, can you buy the old consoles online? I haven't even, like, checked. I'm going to go to Amazon real quick. Somebody else just I'm sure left. They're probably used. Who left this time? Ryan. Ryan left this time. Y'all just like in and out. It's crazy. Um, and he's back. back. <laughs> A Discord threw me out. Holy shit! So they're only in bundles on Amazon. Here is one by itself. It's five hundred dollars <laughs> for a PS4. PS4. God. Yeah. So a PlayStation 4 bundles, uh, five sixty, five ninety for bundles. Single systems, four ninety four, four seventy two. Let's look up Xbox because nobody wants Xboxes. Uh, Microsoft Xbox One X refurbished is four thirty three. Refurbished one. These are all refurbished. Uh, you can get an Xbox One S for three hundred and eighty-five dollars. That's an S. The one that sells for what retails for what two ninety-nine, I think. It's three eighty-five. Are these individual sellers? Uh, looks like it. Um. Yeah, well, by Amazon renewed is three seventy nine. So I I decided to see if like a local, mostly video game, uh, place uh, was selling any used consoles, and they sold it. But uh, they were charging two hundred and seventy four ninety nine for a slim PS four Canadian, which I mean isn't bad, but like that's still a lot for a console that's supposed to be obsolete. Yeah, like, why would you pay four hundred dollars for an Xbox One S if you could buy a Series S for two ninety nine? Yeah, well, you can't buy either. So, but, but I mean, you're more likely to find a Series S than anything else. Mm-hmm. This That's is crazy. crazy. This, yeah, this is. I mean, this is banana sandwich, man. Peanut butter and banana sandwich. Oh, I don't know if it's that crazy. Yet. No salt, salt and banana sandwich. Anybody ever see that movie with Vanilla Ice called Cool as Ice? I'm not going to put myself through that. I've heard of that movie. Okay, because in that movie, some dude makes a sandwich and he puts pickles, sardines, and peanut butter on it. That movie is weird. Is it supposed to be a comedy? uh, It's a drama, I want to say. Okay. I know Ice is in it, so it's a comedy, but not intentionally. Uh, I mean, there's definitely some lines in it that I've never forgotten since I've seen it. And it's 
I think you can stream it free on like YouTube or something. And like, if you've never watched a train wreck, this this would be this would be something to watch. It's, it's a weird movie. Is it supposed to be like a documentary? No, no, no. It's an actual movie. He plays a character. I mean, he does rap in it, and he's got like original songs in it. But like, it's not like a documentary. It's an actual movie that he starred in. Okay. I mean, I don't know how to describe it other than I think you should just see it because wow. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing, and I'll, I'll I'll bring this up. This is a pretty good story. A long time ago, my VCR broke, and so you know how long ago that was then. Okay. Yeah, it's a long time ago, like last week. Yeah. So I went to a pawn shop. And purchased another VCR because, well, I was poor. I didn't have any money, so I went to a pawn shop and bought a VCR. <laughs> Wait, is this why you ended up watching Master of Disguise 500 times? It was stuck in uh, the VCR you bought? No, no, no. But there, it was a movie stuck in my VCR. Because um, you talk about rappers in a movie. Uh, I purchased a VCR from a pawn shop for $15, and when I went home and plugged it up, there was a VHS tape in it. There was no label on the uh, VHS, so I was like, well, what's this? So I played it, and it was a movie uh, written, directed, and acted, starred Master P, (laughs) and it was called The Last Dawn. As in the D A last dawn D O N. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. This is the best worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Have you ever seen any of the ICP movies? No, I have not. <laughs> Here's the question about the Master P movie, Drew. Uh huh. Did it make you say, uh? <laughs> That 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 literally plays at the beginning of the movie. It, apparently, at one point, he had a production company, and it was certified grade A. I think was the name of it, and it literally shows a cow being branded with Master P's name, and it plays the na 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 on it. And I was like, "What is this?" I started playing it. He's playing, it's like a combination of the Godfather mixed with Scarface. I mean, that makes sense. And I'm just like, what is this? And I watched the entire thing, <laughs> and I still own it. I don't what? have a VCR anymore. <laughs> Direct to but video. Crime film can... written, directed, produced, and starring Master P on No Limit Films, and it's it was a it was oh man it was because his album is called MP De Last Dawn. Yeah, so it was like a movie to promote the album, Dude. which has the exact same cover. I should note. Yes. I can tell you this: in late '99. Uh, and 2000, even 2001. If 
a CD came out that was no limit, it sold. Yeah. I remember those we times. We sold the shit out of his stuff. I mean, all of it sold. I mean, he, he knew what he was doing, but, I mean, that movie is absolutely fucking terrible. And I'm sure you could probably find it on YouTube. And I highly suggest everybody listening to this to go watch The Last Dawn by Master P. I had to look it up since we went down this rabbit hole, but I did look up the ICP movies, and I just remembered that there was one called Big Money Hustlers. Big Money That's Hustlers. the Wild West yeah. one. No, right? no, no, no. The Wild West one is called Big Money Rustlers. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of, uh, speaking of folks who made their way to WCW, like Hulk Hogan, the ICP and Master P, all yeah. were in WCW at different points. ICP did backyard wrestling for a while. Also, isn't um, Violent J, wasn't he just diagnosed with like cancer, like he's dying or something? Oh, could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, um, oh god, he has uh, heart failure? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I so, saw all that trending the other day on Twitter, I was like, oh shit, like, say what you want about him, but man, it's always sad to hear. I mean, what are you gonna say about them really? Like, everybody knows them for the one meme and that their fans are white trash or whatever, but, like... Fago. And Fago. Uh, <laughs> but they're not... They're not doing anything wrong. In fact, arguably... They know what they're doing. Of, well, that too. Yeah. But, like, they're, they're great. They're somehow amazing businessmen. Um, but uh, I've listened to their stuff. I've listened to them talk. They seem to be pretty level-headed. They're not telling their fans to be shitheads. I, like, you know what I mean? In this world, if you have an issue with ICP, there's a weird thing. I, like, you know, the, it's not jugglers that are going out and uh, being racists. <laughs> no, they pretty much... Well, no, like, me, like, legitimately, though, I've listened to these guys talk, and all they do is promote, like, being good to people. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. Like you remember the you remember the bait and switch. Yeah, they claim to be Christian rappers. Yeah, like they did the Six Jokers card, and then the Six Jokers card came out, and they did like a Christian album. It was the weirdest damn thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, magnets. How do they work? I don't know. It's a miracle. It's a, it is it's miracles. You have no idea. Also, the fact that um Violent J's daughter like wanted a furry costume. I remember that. Yeah. He put out a video calling out this one company for making a shitty furry costume with his daughter who is in a full fursuit. <laughs> and then he got a fursuit too. It's like, how can you hate these guys? They're the fucking best. <laughs> just such a random, like, just, they don't give a shit. They clearly Love do it. not. Uh, called out a fursuit company. Whew. All right. Uh, uh, I think that's all I got uh, for this week. The 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 <laughs> I can't say the year of our Lord because this is episode 666. You don't even know. Um, if you want to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at m4gpodcast. If you want to follow all of us on Twitter, 
It is Complacent Robot Anthony, ZTGD, me, DML Fury, Drew, Ryan, Wombat RP. Follow us on the Twitter. Follow us side of ZTGD content. Listen to Phoenix Down. 12 minutes coming up. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> What's after 12 minutes? Um, uh, Diablo 2. Oh, that's out in like two weeks? Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Oh, damn, I forgot that was... September's got a lot of shit coming out. Gotta get on my game. A lot of video games coming out. Alright, uh, well, I don't have anything else, unless anybody has anything else, unless you want to go out to some ICP, you want to dance with the Juggalos? Nope, alright, bye. Who be sacrificing? Alrighty, and it goes something like this.